0: It is a WrestleMania-sized fanny pack here this week on Kickin' Out of Two with a special Day 5 fanny pack covering five random WrestleMania-related topics for you this week. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth. Thank you also very much for hitting that download button and being with me here as we are in the 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 closing stages of this WrestleMania buildup, heading towards WrestleMania 36 in Tampa. And uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with this fanny pack concept we have here, um you <laughs> During my time on the Ken Reidy Show, I used to do a thing called the Dave 5 50, 50 News Report. I did five uh, news-related topics. I would do like a little news report at the top of the hour. Um, so I thought, let me take the Dave 5 name back and kind of add a little twist to it and bring you five random topics that I can't really, I can't take each of those topics and, and dedicate an entire show to. So I thought, why not just lump them all together, throw them in my fanny pack? Because most wrestlers have fanny packs, whether they're filled with five random topics or pills or or, you know, money, or (laughs) loose change, whatever, Um, you know, more likely pills if you're Michael Hayes, doot, 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 um. (laughs) But uh yeah, so this week we're gonna be doing a special WrestleMania sized edition of the Fanny Pack and bring you five random topics. And joining me this week we had a blast uh, a while back on the uh, the Mount Rushmore of WrestleMania main event. So I thought, why not come back? Because uh, you know, you, you love to you love to chat with me. Uh, Chris Donovan, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Welcome back. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much once again. Um, so this is new for you. A little fanny pack concept here. But it's just five random topics that we're going to get into. You know, um, like I said, can't really discuss, can't really take some of these and put them into a whole show. So just kind of lump them together. Um and uh, if you guys got any kind of random wrestling related topics you want me to cover um, in the fanny pack concept then by all means uh, hit us up on social media both Facebook and Twitter facebook.com forward slash kicking out of two as well as our han- our Twitter handle at kicking out two I try to sometimes give you guys some questions on the social media to gauge your interest and see where you guys at and then maybe it's something that I can dig deeper into in these fanny pack concepts but um, if you guys got any just random wrestling topics if you want to talk about that time that so and so turned he Or, you know, whatever, hit us up on social media and uh, maybe I'll talk about it on a future day five fanny pack concept. Um, All right, let's do this, let's get into it. Five random topics. Um, First topic coming out of the fanny pack this week is with wrestlemania being you know as grand as it is we have wrestlemania entrances both good and bad talk to me a little bit about some of the 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 more memorable entrances of wrestlemania past. some that you liked some that you disliked some you just didn't get yeah have at it i'm
1: gonna need your help with a few
0: of the years okay because these are just
1: the ones that came straight off of my mind okay go for it um this is controversial in the sense that I loved... Because a lot of people either hate or love him. Of all of Cena's entrances, my favorite one was him
0: speeding through with the car. That was at... That was at 23 in 2007 in Detroit at Ford Field. Yeah. Yes. With the Mustang. Through With that Mustang. Yeah. I mean... Broke the glass. The, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: But, like, and I loved it because, like, obviously he's an actor he is a he's he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. he timed opening that door with the like, oh, like, with the music he, yeah he with timed the... it perfect yeah like and you didn't know like obviously you knew it was going to be him but like what, as soon as that hit and he jumped out he had the spinning uh, belt with him and I thought that was cool I like that one yeah
0: that was yeah that, 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 that was a pretty fun one
1: I have a bunch of Ones that I like, and then I only have a few that I did not like. Okay, so I'm gonna run through them quickly. Okay, what? Um, the HBK white taker look.
0: Love that from entrance. 25, where he came down from the ceiling. Yep, that was good.
1: Love that one. That was good. The um, love the Shane O'Mac with the kids. That, that was cool when he came back. Like that was one
0: of the bigger like sentimental.
1: Yeah, sentimental. Kind of yeah. But like that was one of the bigger like comebacks. Yep, in a while. Yes.
0: Like, yeah, I remember gone for a thing. while. Yeah, like
1: that. That was cool. And then like he he was all about the legacy of the company and then the fact that he brought his kids out. I thought that was that was awesome. That was cool. And they all did the little Shane and Mac, like moves and everything. Like here comes the money and all that stuff. Um, I I really like the new day and their uh, bootios. Oh, with the big cereal when they came into the it, within the box, like that was
0: pretty cool. I mean,
1: that that was funny. That was that was that. Yeah. Like,
0: That yeah, that made sense for them. Um, The Rusev tank that was pretty badass. Like, yeah,
1: did not like Rusev. Obviously, you were not supposed to like Rusev, but like the dude, he came in a tank. Yeah, like that was awesome. The only thing that could have been better was if Lana was also in the tank with him. Yes, and if she came out in like kind of like Desert Storm ish like gear, like like they could have done it a little better. But still, like you come out of tank. You make my list.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um He I mean he was doing the Foreign Heel thing at the time, so oh, yeah. you know, they were kinda of going for the whole Ivan Drago kind of vibe. Yeah.
1: I love the um Triple H has obviously had so many great um yeah. ones. There was oh uh, he actually made my list for good and bad. Oh wow, okay. Surprised me. Um I really like the gold mask triple H one. Where Sasha and Charlotte yes. were like—that's <laughs> my favorite Triple H actions of all yes. time. From WrestleMania, I, I, re-
0: I really like that one. I thought that was cool. The way they uh, produced it when he like pulled the when oh, he yeah. pulled the mask off and the camera was right it. I was at that WrestleMania and it was just a <laughs> sight to see. It was just so cool.
1: One of my favorite parts is
0: don't like watch this and like you gotta
1: watch this twice. you watch this you watch Triple H like that was a great like you said like the reveal and stuff and everything. Then go back and watch. Just watch Charlotte. Charlotte looks so pissed off. Really, it's hilarious. I didn't even notice. Like, because like in her mind, she's probably like, I'm bigger than this. Like this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> but like she looks. She does not smile. She doesn't break character at all. Obviously, yes, it's a testament to her acting skills. But like, she looks miserable. Yeah. It's so funny. I and that that I makes me watch
0: like, because I didn't really pay attention to that. Yeah, you're probably, not. So,
1: yeah, I mean, you're not supposed to look at the. I mean, obviously, we're gonna look at the girls. She's serious? Yeah. Um, but like. She looks pissed. She does not look happy to be there. Yeah, which is hilarious, and that just makes me like it even more. Um, and obviously, I I saved this one. Oh, sorry, I have one more. Um, Rollins, not technically an intro an entrance, but when he entered the Reigns Brock match,
0: that's interesting. It made
1: it a triple threat match, like that, like. He, he en- and yeah, yeah. he. entered the, the, entered the match. match. Yeah. Okay. So it's an entrance. Like I that's thought that cool. like that was cool in the sense that That's like, kind of cool. I like that. I like a twist. It's not like a beginning no, that, of the match entrance, but no, that's he cool. And then, the and then obviously the number one entrance of all time, HBK, WrestleMania twelve, coming down
0: from the rafters. No, yeah, you can't, you, can't you, you can't argue that. Can't, uh,
1: you can't have a list. Yeah,
0: Well, let me ask you something. You, you is is that your whole list? That is my good list. Your good list. I have a bad list. I'm surprised Undertaker didn't make your good list. Here's the thing. I wanted
1: Undertaker to make the list, and there were, if I had to put one, there was, I again, I don't remember what media was. There was a WrestleMania late in his career where he entered, and there were just like hands grabbing at him. Do you remember that? Yes, twenty nine. Okay, twenty. Like, yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. That's I also cool obviously one. like the Druids. The dru- Druids. Yeah, that one. But here's the thing. Undertaker can have an entrance on Monday Night Raw, and I I would it'd, it'd still be pretty. Epic, like yeah. he can have like every one of his like I can make a list of just Undertaker Taker entrance, entrances. Yeah. So I just decided not to pull it. Okay. Because right, that's fair. Every every Taker entrance is amazing. That's fair. Okay. So uh, I yeah I, I I get it. Yeah. Do you want do you want to go over your good ones? I bad? I mean, I the
0: the Triple H one. Um, de- you know, from from. Uh, 2014 comes to mind as my favorite Um, I didn't care for the Terminator one he did the following year in California Um, I just thought it was I don't know I just didn't care for it Uh, it wasn't I'm not 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 full disclosure I'm not a big Terminator guy I didn't didn't really get into the movie so like I didn't really have an attachment to it I didn't even like the one he did last year when he came out on the back of that like doom buggy and like that was a little weird Um, You, you have yet to mention the one that I actually really don't like that made my bat for Triple H. Yeah, there was one. I'm gonna guess. Was it?
1: I don't know which one it was. Like I just know what it looked like.
0: Was it when he came out with like the 40 guys with like the 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 no. the, the, the masks, it like the... the
1: one with the, where he had like the hammer? It kind of looked like the freaking
0: oh when he broke the glass. Yeah, he had the hammers and he had all that
1: stuff and it like made it look all like rustic looking. But then in his right hand he had a water bottle. Like they made it try to look like. It was super, like, old school.
0: I'm trying to remember. Like, he remember. had, like,
1: what was the stupid Eric Rowan in, um,
0: the Bludgeon Brothers? Like, it looked like yeah. he had one of those
1: hammers, like,
0: really? basically. And, oh, uh, was it when he did the, um, the, the, the Conan the Barbarian where yes. he sat on the throne and yes. he came up from the, oh, yep. the, uh, with, uh, against Cena Wait, Yeah, at that so it looked super, okay. like, Conan the Barbarian rusted looking. Nicking he has a, this gigantic he, hammer,
1: yeah, he, and, and in his right hand he has a. Like, fucking sitting, Water bottle. Yeah, can, I'm like it's literally, it right now. I'm like it's supposed it right to look out. so like <laughs> rustic looking, and then you're like, oh yeah, by the way, this is my water bottle. Like, he, what looked like, the he looked like fuck. Like we know you spit water. We get that. Fucking leave that at the break, dude. Pick that up somewhere else. Don't de- nope, sit there with it. His
0: demeanor in oh. the chair in that throne, he looked like an old guy at the nursing home attending the Halloween yeah. party in this wheelchair. It
1: <laughs> so bad.
0: And the, just,
1: the water bottle pisses me off. So so much like if he didn't have that water bottle I'd like that entrance but like literally because it looks so cool yeah. and then all of a sudden you look over and you're like he's literally holding it like up in display and you're like that's dude crazy. that's crazy fucking yeah, A now, man I, I, wasn't
0: a, I wasn't a super big fan of that one either um yeah. I never really understood the fascination with him and Conan the Barbarian but um no yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that I liked the Hunter Ma- the, the Hunter from the uh, entrance from uh, 30 um that's probably my favorite one, Undertaker. I really enjoyed um, the the entrance where like he came up and like they had like all the guys like touching him and yeah. stuff. Do you know something? I, I have this picture. I, I'm probably gonna I'll probably post it on our Facebook page. Um, of the you know the guys that played all the um, the, the the druids the or druids hands. or whatever the the what did you say? they druids hand whatever. the hands yeah, they yeah, like yeah. were well, kind of like grabbing at yeah. Um, Xavier Woods, um, Rowan and Harper. Um, I love hearing like who, who is and where,
1: like obviously everyone knows like Punk was a Druid and like,
0: yeah, like Paul Punk was, was in the the, um, the John Cena um, the the entrance. He was in that that, that oh, like gangster one, the gangster one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in that one. Fun um, fact: Cena does make the bad list. He does make the bad list. So okay. makes the good list and the bad list. So same so, with, so, same with uh, so yeah, those are the guys Butter. that played the Druids. I like that Undertaker one. Yeah. Here's an here's an interesting story. I don't want to try and make this all about myself, but when I went to WrestleMania 23, um, I uh, I went with a group of people, my buddy and his kids, and two of my brothers, and we all got tickets. And our tickets were split up because we were sitting in obstructed view seats. We were next to the hard camera where they had like the big scaffolding, oh, so we could see the ring, but we can't see the guys come out. So they split up our tickets. So about five, there was nine of us total, so four of us. Four or five of us were on the floor. We got moved oh, nice. to the floor. Tenth row behind the announcer's table. Damn. So How did you pick who got those? <laughs> so what we did was we had like like one of the adults went with the kids, but then we started to rotate. So we had a bracelet, and then we had a ticket that was marked with uh-huh. a Sharpie. So we would just carefully remove the bl- bracelet off our wrist so we could start switching out for matches. So I said, I said, I want to be on the floor for the main event, and I want to oh, be yeah. on the floor for... Undertaker's entrance. So Undertaker's entrance was about 50 yards with the top of the ramp all the way down to the ring. I'm 10th row on the floor, behind the announcer's table, behind the ring. The flames were a good 75 yards... Away from me, yep. and I could feel the heat to the point where I'm sweating. Wow. That's how hot it was wow, in that really stadium. It, 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 imagine if you were closer. Exactly. I remember being. I remember watching that entrance, and it wasn't anything spectacular. He just came out. He didn't do. They didn't have a whole lot for him that yeah. year. He just came out, but it was like it's still taker. it was still Undertaker. Yeah. yeah. So that that's that's what I remember most about um, the entrances, as far as Cena goes. Cena's had some memorable ones. Um, I did not like. The entrance my favorite scene of entrance was the marching band one at WrestleMania twenty-four when the marching band played his oh, theme music. Yeah, no, that was it cool. was like the that Central Florida idea. college marching band. The one I didn't like was when they had the um the church choir come uh, bring see, him out. See, I have a di- I have a different one on my In Atlanta. Is. I didn't really care for that one. I was like, that's not him. I was just like yeah. I don't get it. That's not him. Like yeah. why it I just I, didn't I, I just didn't Really I agree. I again. agree. But so those are some of my good and some of my bad. You can't argue Michaels. Okay, the, the Michaels entrance at WrestleMania 12. Like, yeah. That, I mean, come on. That's like, and, 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 as a matter of fact, that probably set the standard for entrances. Yep. But you know what I would love to see come back? The ring carts. Remember the ring carts from WrestleMania three and WrestleMania six, dude. They need to bring back the ring carts, dude. Somebody needs to come out on a fucking ring cart. Do we? Do, we're going to go head to head right now. Really? That's on my bad
1: list. Really? Controversial, I guess. Alright, I want to hear this. Andre. Andre made my bad list for the three. Because here's the thing. I think it's a cool concept, but that's the only way that dude was getting to the room. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I hate it, because that's the only goddamn way that dude yeah, was getting yeah, to Yeah, he was And I'm pretty sure Bobby Heaton was crying, which was kind of weird. Like, like, th- like, that was the only way you were getting... That was a big-ass entrance. Yeah. Like, so... The only, the only way you're getting them there is the ring cart. Like, yes, I think it could be a cool idea. And here's the thing. They brought the ring cart back for Royal Rumbles for the bigger guys to get them down
0: quicker, correct? They used a golf cart for that, but that's they should have used a fucking ring cart for that. That yeah. would have been kind of cool. So I favorite. just I didn't yeah.
1: care for it just because, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, well, that's the only way they're getting that big-ass guy down the ring. Yeah. So that's why it made my bad list.
0: That's kind of cool.
1: I like that that made your good list and my bad list. That's funny. Um, my other I have two other ones for the battle list. Um, I have the rock, surprisingly obviously the rock big polarizing star. When, I believe it was the year he was the host when he
0: lit his name on fire oh oh um he wasn't the host but he came out and did And he announced he came out to announce the attendance record in dallas yeah yeah but so he, here's the thing that was stupid yeah who the know. fuck signed I'm, excuse my language <laughs> no, sorry who, i cussed too
1: who, who the fuck signed off on giving someone a flamethrower <laughs> like how was that like yo wh- what should we do with the rock oh let's give him a fucking flamethrower are you kidding me like who thought that was a good idea
0: I know. I hate. Like, that
1: come too. on, dude. Like, and then like, too. there was a point at the end where, like, first of all, rewatch it because he doesn't get the re- he doesn't get all of the K,
0: which is hilarious. I think that's also too because of the application yes. of that that stuff that you have to put Agreed. on. Like, they didn't put enough but of like it. But like that,
1: like there was like the whole name was written except for the bottom, like bottom, right side of the K. Yeah. And then there was a part at the end where he fucking lifted the uh, flamethrower in the air. I'm like, oh my god, is he gonna? What is he gonna press the button again? Like, he thankfully he yeah. didn't. But like, I was like, he's just gonna he's gonna light this thing on fire, and that thing is gonna come down and burn him to death. Like, every, uh, who signed
0: off on that? Obviously Vince and Triple H, but still, Vince it's funny though. Like really every, bad. Everyone talks about like, oh, Rock coming back for WrestleManias. You know, every year Rock's name is always thrown into the equation. Yeah, you, you know, which I get. Um, but I feel like every year as cool as as cool as was that the year that you had the
1: impromptu match on Rowan or something yeah that was
0: stupid too I hated that I fucking hated that but I think that that was done as a compromise because the year that he had the the second match with Cena which we talked about on our Mount Rushmore he he had the hernia and so now it, it, it it halted production of Hercules for like six weeks, and therefore oh, no. he and they, well they they, they, no, no. they lost know, a know, bunch no, of money. No, I know, I know. So therefore, like he was like, "Yeah, fuck this! I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not gonna wrestle and lose all kinds of money and shit." You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, long story short, um, yeah, I hated that interest. Yeah,
1: I, I got I got one more for the bad. And Cedo, I have a Cedo one that I did not like and you talk about the one that you didn't like because it wasn't on brand with him. This one was on brand in the sense that John Cena basically pulled a real Slim Shady shit.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> the
1: entries where everyone was wearing the jorts and the Cena shirt. So you don't Cena. like this one? I do not like that one because I think it was too Eminem. Yeah. If Who's a real Slim Shady? I'm the real Slim Shady. Like, that? all that. Like Yeah. I, I didn't care for that because it was like dude, like, we know, and even, like, I can't remember which commentator actually was, but he was like, and here's the actual John Cena running through the other ones, and I was like, yeah, no shit. (laughs) Who did you think was coming out? Fucking Triple H? Like, with all the Cenas, like, standing here? Like, yeah, no, duh. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Like, I, I just didn't care for that one. Those, like, most entrances I like, but those were, what, four of the ones I didn't like?
0: Okay. For
1: different reasons, but... I right. am happy that we uh, disagreed on the fence. The like ring card? You love the yeah. ring card. I, was like, I oh, do, man. man. I, don't I, know I like the concept of it, but I just don't like the fact that, like, I don't, I don't want to know that that's
0: the only way they could have got him there. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so. I get it, I get it. I totally yeah, no, understand. No. it's you know, I mean, I mean, I'm a couple years older than you, and I'm a big nostalgia buff, so like, I get why like it might not you know appeal to you like it does to me. Um, next subject here. Let's talk about WrestleMania matches that almost happened, okay? I'm um, going to need you to take the lead on this one, bud. Yeah, no, that's fine. You got um, this. I'm here's, here's an interesting story, and I didn't know this until recently. Um, as you know, I'm a big, you know, doing this podcast, I'm a big podcast guy with a lot of the... the the retro podcasts that are out now that Conrad Thompson does with like Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff and things like that. And so there was an episode that they did on WrestleMania 7, and they talked about the original plan for WrestleMania 7 before it was Hogan and Slaughter in the main event. They were going to yep. turn Tugboat heel on Hulk Hogan and call him Sheik Tugboat. <laughs> they were going to turn him into like a, like a Middle That's Eastern... Sympath- sorry. Yeah, and I was like... That's a real thing, and they really were gonna go with it until like Slaughter agreed to come back, and then they came up with the idea. There's different differing stories. Slaughter said that he got a phone call the day after WrestleMania six, VI, and Vince came up with the idea for him to come back, and then you know to, to set him up with him and Hogan in the main event. I don't know how true that is. Um, I've heard other stories where they 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 called him back, but he wasn't necessarily. Um, in the plans for the WrestleMania main event until later. Um, but one of the ideas that, uh, that, that almost happened was Hogan and tugboat as chic tugboat, Sheik um, tugboat. which yeah. I think would have been a monumental disaster, but that was the formula they were going with, with Hogan and, um, and other big men. Another match that, um, Almost happened at WrestleMania. There's a few here that that almost took place at WrestleMania. Um, just some matches that were advertised that didn't take place at WrestleMania, I should say. Okay. Um, WrestleMania Nine, they advertised Kamala versus Bam Bam Bigelow, um, but
1: I love Kamala. I'm not gonna lie.
0: You really like You're a Kamala guy? I just yeah. like the like get up. Yeah, like
1: hilarious. He had it's a cool like, look to him. Yeah,
0: yeah, very menacing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you want to watch like classic Kamala stuff? You watch the stuff he did in World Class in Texas for the Von Erich family. Oh yeah, that's like where he really like made his yes. made his mark. Like he was more of a cartoon character with Vince, but like he was a killer. Like he was like their version of like Umaga. You know, like back in Texas, oh, yeah. like he was like he was seen as like a serious threat. Um, but yeah, he almost wrestled Bam Bam Bigelow, but they were short on time, and uh, I believe they. The excuse they gave on TV was that Kamala wasn't ready to have the match or something like that, something, something silly. Um, another match that almost took place at WrestleMania eight the year before was the British Bulldog up against the Berserker. Um, oh God! And I remember—I don't remember them advertising the match, but this was officially advertised, and I do remember. Um, at the end of Wrestlemania 8 when Hogan and Warrior were standing they do the closing credits and they said due to um, due to time constraints or something um, the, the British Bulldog Berserker match was unable to, yeah. to take place or something like that um, there was one year Wrestlemania 29 in, in, at MetLife they advertised Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow and the Bella Twins to take on uh, Brotus Clay um, um, fucking Tensai, uh, Albert, and the, and the Funkadactyls, We're and on. I remember after the the Undertaker, CM, no, it was after the Triple H Brock Lesnar match. And I was like, cool. "Oh well, the, well the, the the girls' match is next, in the main event, and then they just brought to the main event." I was like, "Well, they're definitely not closing with Funkodactyls and Hulk <laughs> Twins at WrestleMania." See, that was when John Cena there. came out. I was like, "All right, so it looks like they got cut from the show." The fact that, uh,
1: what's her name has made a career from the Funkodactyls, Naomi. Yeah, but good for her. Yeah, she. Like, she's solid too. She. she, she they she, gave she, her. They gave her a very
0: shitty draw. Yeah, dude. but she's she's actually done all right for herself. Um. Here's three I, matches that I want to get your take on what you th- what you think could have went down, or you know what what the prospects of, of the match would would have been. Um, WrestleMania twelve originally was supposed to be Razor Ramon versus Goldust in a Miami Street fight. Instead, we got Goldust and Roddy Piper in that Hollywood oh, Backlot yeah. brawl. I, I
1: forgot about that match.
0: But Razor and Goldust almost took place, but unfortunately Razor Ramon. Um, did he failed a drug test and therefore he was suspended. But the urban legend well, is impressive. is that he gave his notice to go to WCW and then all of a sudden he failed a drug test, so he was uh, off the WrestleMania card. So what makes you, more sense. What, what, what do you think about the possibilities of seeing that match?
1: I mean I loved Razor Moon at the time. Mm-hmm. Obviously I loved him even more when he went to WCW and formed the NWO and all that stuff. Um and Goldust was
0: that was Arguably, e. peak Goldust. Yeah. Say. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was right at the. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, most controversially, it'd ever been.
1: Yeah, it could have been the bad guy versus the weird guy. Like, yeah. That, I I would have I would have signed up for that match.
0: Yeah, and I guess the original concept of the the Miami Street Fight was that it was going to be pre taped like in like a back alley in Miami, and kind of like what they did with the black with the Hollywood Backlot Brawl yep. with Piper and him, where they pre taped it and then they came back to the arena. They were going to kind of do something like that. Okay. Um, to that effect, another match that almost happened at a WrestleMania that I was kind of hoping we would see, but unfortunately, um, it didn't. And we kind of talked about it a little bit um, with our with our Mount Rushmore. But we almost saw Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mike Tyson at WrestleMania 14. Yeah, um, with Michaels getting hurt. And his status questionable, and then the popularity of the pull-apart between Austin and Tyson on that Monday Night Raw, there was discussions about could we get Austin and Tyson in a match? But at the time, Mike Tyson was serving a suspension for the Boxing Commission from biting Evander Holyfield's ear, and therefore, he was hardly even allowed to be a part of the the, the match in the yeah, role that he want was a in. Pushed happen. Yeah, he we'll just to, yeah. yeah the, the the boxing was boxing was irate that he was involved in this, but they carefully worked their way to have him involved, but not to the point where like it could be trouble for him trying yeah. to get back into boxing because he had to get his license reinstated yeah. in a number of states following that. And then here's something I forgot about until recently.
1: I have one of those as well.
0: WrestleMania 2000, which is technically WrestleMania 16, 20 years ago. Okay. We almost saw X-Pac versus Kane in an exploding landmine steel cage match. (laughs) I know. What? I know. So... They like, not real landmines come on well yeah, these used to be like a big thing in like the Japanese death matches like these landmine matches where like you like take a fall or a bump on something and Jeez. the thing would explode or whatever yeah. um, so I, I remember reading it on the internet when I was a, when I was a youngster and I thought like Ooh, oh this is interesting like they're gonna kind of go the Japanese death match route I was like yeah. that but at the same time I was like I don't know like if that would if that would get over. Well, in the United States. And then I read an interview with X-Pac a couple months back where he talked about that they discussed the idea and they even brought in, like, the setup in the ring to, like, try and, like, see if it could work in a match. Yep and they just felt it was too dangerous and they were like we're not even gonna go that route and then eventually what we saw was Kane and Rikishi against X-Pac and Road Dog um, at that Wrestlemania but yeah that match almost took place so I have
1: a I have one that I forgot about until recently okay and it was uh, the supposed match of Wrestlemania 22 HBK and Eddie Guerrero
0: I remember hearing about that I remember hearing
1: Eddie Guerrero passed
0: Eddie Guerrero passed away and November November yeah, yeah November. November of 2005
1: cause I remember I literally like I remember I was a junior junior high school and I remember we had to do like weekly like like it was like current events uh-huh. or something like that and I did mine on Eddie Guerrero passing away and I remember doing a lot of research and everyone was saying at the, even at that time cause this was like I did it in, say like first week of December or something like that and I remember hearing at that time that he was going through main event mania him yes. Hib- and HBK. Yep. So, like, I forgot about that until recently, and, like, God, like, at that point, like, both of them, like, peak kind of career, like, maybe a little after peak, but yeah. still, like, they would have put on a show. Oh, yeah. They would have put yeah. on a show. So, I
0: rem- yeah, I remember hearing the rumors of that, um... Because at the time they were big on the on the interpromotional dream matches at WrestleMania the year before they did Shawn and Kurt Angle, yep, which was a classic. Oh yeah, and so it, um, Eddie and Shawn logically I think would have been the next step. I think I think they wanted to, I think they wanted to start that at Survivor Series that year because that was the year they did Raw versus SmackDown head to head in the in the five on five traditional elimination match and Shawn was on one team, and Eddie had originally qualified for the team before he passed away. Yep. So I think they wanted to have them do something then, and then build, and then maybe do it at the Rumble, and then eventually they would do the match at WrestleMania. Um, out of all the matches, I'm going to guess, out of all the matches we spoke of, Sean and Eddie's probably the one you would have wanted to see the most. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, same see, I mean, it, it, it's not fair to the other matches that you brought up, because obviously, like, those matches didn't happen for, like, reasons of, like, the match itself. This didn't happen because of Of Eddie's passing, yeah. Eddie passing, like,
0: so, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, We talk about matches that almost happened. Let's talk about matches we wish didn't happen. The worst (laughs) WrestleMania matches of all time. Um, The next subject, a part of our fanny pack here. Um, Are there any that, like...
1: (laughs) I told you this. Uh, when When you pitch the idea and everything... The first one that came to my mind, honestly, I don't even remember how the match was, but I just remember how it ended and how it shouldn't have. How on a WrestleMania, in WrestleMania history, can you look back and say, oh yeah, I remember when Fandango beat Jericho. <laughs> like Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like I know. No. I understand Jericho, the constant professional putting people over, but shit. Yeah. If I was if I was Jericho and I was in the freaking production meeting with Vince and Triple H or whoever else was in there, and they're like, Yeah, we're gonna have a uh, Fandango go over you. I'd be like, Yeah, no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like absolutely not.
0: Yeah, it like, was. Um Yeah, that awesome. match I I think just the finish, I think what is what makes it the and the outcome makes yeah. it the worst. Not the actual content context of the match. No, I, I, honestly, I don't even remember how it was. I mean it wasn't a bad match, but like it was, a, it was a match that was thrown together in three weeks. You know, yeah. they, they, they were trying to get Fandango over, so they thought, let's put him with Jericho, and then he goes over on Jericho at WrestleMania, and, you know, that's the end of it. Um, I was at that WrestleMania, um, and I didn't, re- I didn't really care for the match to begin with. Um, what I've heard over the years is that the original plan was Jericho was going to come back and work with Dolph. Because Dolph was the Money in the Bank winner. And he still hadn't cashed in the briefcase. And prior to Jericho returning, Dolph had had a rivalry with him on TV, and they wrote Jericho off. They did a story where Dolph beat Jericho, and he got fired. So they brought Jericho back for the Royal Rumble that year at number two, and he wrestled, and Dolph was one, and they had that exchange. I was like, oh, this is how they get to WrestleMania. This is cool. Well, then that changed, and they originally wanted to do, after that, they they wanted to, and this is according to Jericho on one of his podcasts, they wanted to do him in Ryback. Because they were in the midst of pushing Ryback and making Jake him a big Manny. deal, <laughs> and they didn't do that either. Yeah. And then they threw it together in three weeks. And Vince had approached him and said, "We're not going to do Ryback. We're going to do you and Fandango, and we need you to really make this a legitimate. You know, we need you to help make him." Yeah. And so Jericho kind of went along with it. And I remember in in the interview that Jericho did, he was actually interviewing Bubba Ray Dudley. They were talking about like. WrestleMania. Uh, the subject was WrestleMania on the podcast, and um, he said that you know sometimes you you may have to do something that you don't want to do. But Vince, you know, if you make it good and you you live up to the expectation that Vince wants, he will compensate you. And Jericho said that he got a nice WrestleMania check, a bonus check for for putting him over, for putting him over and for trying to make the match important in like a three-week span um and so like he said even though that he didn't like the idea and it was nothing against Fandango he just felt that you know because there were so many different scenarios thrown his way and and, (laughs) yeah like he just felt like you know it it wasn't up to his caliber I guess of talent um but one match that really comes—well, I shouldn't say one. There's a couple. Yeah, but, I have a few. Really. Um, give me, give me some of the, give me some more. You, you started off with Fandango, so why don't you go and continue? What, well, what I don't
1: want to, I don't want little... too many of yours. No, I feel like go ahead. So I'll tell you if they're on the list or not. In the history of Undertaker matches at WrestleMania, there are some amazing. there's some, there's yeah. some amazing matches, but there are two in my mind. That stand apart from the rest. Sorry, I couldn't hear what you said.
0: Oh, that's my that's my Apple Watch going off. I don't know for some reason why why Siri technology. It's fine, right there. Yeah, Jesus. So Siri, you can't be a part of this podcast. We don't need (laughs) her. So yeah, the
1: two matches that like stood out as just bad taker matches. One is not as bad as the other one, but I'll go with the one that's not that terrible. Was Big Boss Man. The Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell, Big Boss Man. It just di- it didn't do it for me. Same. Like, like, like Same. You look back on Taker at Mania, like, you, f- you try to forget that. Yeah. And then, obviously, the one... you At least Big Boss Man had name credibility. And you know exactly where I'm going Giant with Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez. Giant
0: Gonzalez, WrestleMania like, 9. Good
1: God. First of all, that... Bodysuit that he wore (laughs) was probably the worst. horrendous. The worst costume or ring attire in the history of wrestling.
0: Yeah, it was horrendous.
1: It was so bad. Yeah. And no one took him (laughs) serious. He was, first of all, and I've I've said this on different occasions, I think I've even said it to you. Giant Gonzalez was Great Khalil before Great Khalil.
0: Yeah, Great Khalil, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Great
1: Khalil, whatever. Like, they were the same fucking wrestler, fucking. Twenty or twenty years apart, or fifteen years apart, however long it was. Like just
0: bad. Yeah. Just
1: really, really bad.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm they, assuming both of those made your list as oh, well. Oh, they definitely made my list. Um I, on the subject of Big Boss Man, I think what made it the worst was not just the the presentation of the match, but the fact that, you know, it was Hell in the Cell, and that Hell in the Cell match, the 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 match prior to it. The Hell in a Cell match prior to the one with Boss Man was the infamous match with Mick Foley at King of the yeah. Ring a year prior. So everyone was expecting some kind of like crazy stunt off the cell. Couldn't do it, those so And it. you just didn't get that. And yeah. in hindsight, like it's probably better off that they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those two definitely come to mind, make my list as well as far as Undertaker worst WrestleMania matches. What else do you got?
1: Um, I'm going to save one for the end. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this dude's name, by the way. Okay. The sumo match.
0: Big Show and Aki Bono.
1: Aki Bono? Sure, yeah. we'll go with Aki Bono. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, that was Good bad. Good God. That was bad. Like, why? Yeah. Just why? I know. Like,
1: and here's a big show. I, must, I think it was after the fact. When Big Show fought Floyd Mayweather, that was one thing. That That was was, cool. At least Floyd was a name. Yeah. Like, obviously, Aki Bono, or whatever you want to say, he was probably a huge deal over in Japan. Uh, Thank you for saying that. I didn't want to be stereotypical. Um, As far as I know. Yeah. That's fine. Sumo, like, god damn, that was bad. Yeah. Like, no one wanted to see fucking Big Show in in a diaper. No. No. Like, zero part of me has ever wanted to see that. Never. So, yeah, that was really 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 bad. Um there were a couple other ones that I didn't care for, but I'm just going to go straight to the match that I know you have on your list. WrestleMania 20, Goldberg and Brock. Goldberg and Brock. Yeah. God. What could have been is the like like you say WrestleMania 20 Goldberg versus Rock, Goldberg versus Brock. The
0: next line is "What could have been." Austin was the referee too, and he was the most popular guy. What's because he was the only one staying. Yeah, <laughs> he was the only one that wasn't. Well, cool. actually, no, he 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 left the company not too long after that. But still, people didn't he, know that. Yeah. People and, and knew that Brocky go, Goldberg were gone. Out of here, yeah. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, and New York doesn't take too lightly when you no. uh, when when you you kind of turn your back on them. Like, yeah.
1: Oh, God, it was so.
0: Just bad. I've never really gotten like an explanation as a fan as to why it was that bad. I mean, I've heard the the, the standard like both guys were leaving, they were on the way out the door. Brock was pissed, Goldberg was pissed, um, but Brock they was going to MMA. they well, he was actually going to the Vikings football, yeah, football yeah, first, yeah. then MMA. That did not work. Um, but I just didn't understand why they took so long and they stalled at one point, like. Goldberg was staring at him and Brock was like getting pissed because they were like, fuck you, Lesnar. They are chanting, fuck you, Lesnar. And he just looked at he just <laughs> you looked sold at, out. Yeah, you sold out. <laughs> fuck they you, Lesnar. You know, there were a lot of things directed at him. And at one point, you see Brock yelling at Goldberg, like, let's fucking go. Like you he, like he's mad. Like oh, yeah. it's like he just wanted to get it over with. Oh, and yeah. to me, it was like it was That was a dream match. When Brock came to WWE in 2002, when everybody saw him, they were like, this is fucking Goldberg. Yeah. They compared him to Goldberg. Yes. Even though he is better than Goldberg, they compared him to Goldberg. Yes, And so, when you had the two of them under the same roof, and they... What could have been? Yeah, like it was his. like, you, you were like, oh man, this is going to be huge. And then eventually it didn't happen. And here's the thing, when it did happen, what, like three years ago, God, that sucked too. You didn't like that stuff? With,
1: with, with I was like, surprised. Obviously, everyone was. What when he won the first time? Yeah, in like four seconds. Yeah, but like here's thing. At WrestleMania twenty, they could have put on a show. Yeah, it in freaking that like three years ago. They're what fifteen years older than they were at WrestleMania twenty. Yeah, like think about that. Like so, it's 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 hard to like sit here and be like, shit, like. We we des- we as wrestling fans deserved a better match from oh, the two of them. Absolutely. So that's a, I think. That's that's a so, kind I, of I
0: think that's also why when the opportunity presented itself a couple of years ago, that they wanted to give us something better because of the way things went down. Yes. You know, sixteen years ago. So
1: no, no. they, they brought that up in the storytelling. So yeah.
0: I mean, I, they I, they do. It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the thing. Like when they when they announced the match. For Survivor Series a couple of years ago, I was like, "Ooh!" I was like, "They're really they're gonna try this again." I was like, "They better <laughs> we fucking." We remember. <laughs> I was like, "They better come through." I was like, "Exactly, yeah." We remember. I was like we remember the last time they got involved, and and people didn't like it. Um, yeah. Uh, that that match definitely made my list. There are right. a couple more that just kind of like I felt were like real stinkers. Um, Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler from oh. WrestleMania 27. Um, I, I, I blocked that out. had I really no am. business. I didn't mind the fact that they were building to a match, but the way that the match was produced and presented to us had no business being done that way. They tried to make Michael Cole look like an equal to Jerry Lawler, which like, is
1: not like Jerry Lawler I, is way past his prime, like, he was still way better than Michael.
0: Like you, you You've watched wrestling long enough where, like, we've seen matches with, like, Vince or even with, like, Eric Bischoff that, like, they're. They. They've gotten themselves in over their head and they and they know how to take a good ass kicking. Michael Cole should have done that the entire match. There should have been no business of Michael Cole putting Jerry Lawler in the ankle lock and Lawler being close to tapping out. Yeah, no. I just didn't I didn't see I didn't buy that. Yeah, I didn't no, buy I, that I, at all. Like it's one okay, he gets his ass kicked. He's getting heat. Michael Cole was like a good heel at getting heat from the people. Yeah. But he he had no business Having (laughs) having any kind like he should have just taken a shit kick in the whole match. Yeah. And 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 that and that to me like when he put him in the ankle lock, I remember I was sitting in the stadium and I was looking at my brother and I was like, I can't believe they're doing this shit. Like I can't believe and he's like looking at me, he's like He's like, but maybe it'll get to this point. Maybe, you know, like, he was trying to rationalize it, and he was like, well, maybe, you know, Lawler will make the comeback, and I'm like, but this shouldn't even he be He shouldn't have had to have a big comeback. Yeah, like, he should have just wiped the fucking floor with him the whole time. Like, it was just, I, I didn't I didn't care for it at all. Um, and that, to me, I, I would put that, like, that match and Goldberg and Brock is, like, the two worst of all time. Wow. I, I really would. Even over fucking Taker and Giant Gonzalez, I okay. would. Um, and then... There was... A- this kind of, I do have a
1: match that um kind of fits both of our last two categories.
0: Do you remember the first match and match that almost took place? Yeah. Okay.
1: The supposed tag match turned triple turned uh, handicap match. With um Taker.
0: Undertaker and Nathan, Nathan, Jones, Nathan Jones against A Train and Big Show, yes.
1: Yeah. And Nathan Jones had a panic attack backstage?
0: There. No, so the storyline reason. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, well, he, he, he was attacked by like, Big Show and A Train. The, the
1: background story was that he had a panic attack and he couldn't. He didn't. He couldn't make it out there.
0: I heard. I heard something like that. I heard he wasn't ready, and I heard that they also felt like he wasn't ready, and they might have rushed him a little too. That was one of those things where, like, they tried to get him moving. Show little,
1: uh, Like, which was weird. Like, he like he. I interfer- think it was.
0: A, I think it was a day of show kind of decision. Yeah, he like interfered in the match, which made yeah.
1: it like why even like it, it, it he was, came
0: out at the end to interfere and help Undertaker win. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little convoluted. I yeah. I, I mean, I he was say. he was
1: gone from the company. Very.
0: Shortly. You want to hear a funny story? Um, was it uh, a buddy of mine is uh, is uh, good friends with uh, Nunzio. From okay. uh, the FBI full of tines, blood and so he was telling me a story that he was he was driving Nunzio to a show, and uh, Nunzio was telling him about the Nathan Jones um, uh, situation, and apparently um, Nathan Jones had when they when they did an international tour of Australia because that was where he was from. He got off the plane. And he told someone in management he was like, "I'm done. I'm going home." Not even working the show. I'm done. Really? I can't do this. And he just got up and left, and that was the end of it. Wow. Yeah. He was like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> thanks so, for the thanks, thanks for, for the, the ride home. Thanks for the ride home. Shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. Thanks for the ride home. I'm out. That's and, so, and like
1: <clears throat> here's like he knew it was happening. He was just like, yeah, I'm taking this free flight home.
0: Yeah. They they fucking twenty tr- hour flight. They you tried too hard to, hard to make him into something. Big. I mean, he was like he was the prototypical what Vince wants. Yeah, he was a big dude, and yeah. then Vince liked that v- sort of big thing. dude that can move. So yeah, let's let let's try and make him into a big deal in a in a short period of time without really having him learn and get any kind of experience. Yeah. But um, yeah, those are some of the a couple more that come to mind that really pissed me off. Was the fatal four way WWF title match from WrestleMania 2000? Triple H defending the title against Mick, uh, Mick Foley, The Rock, and Big Show, with a McMahon in every corner. I oh, fucking yeah. hated that match. Who was the- it? Could we go over who was even in the corners of each person? So Triple H had Stephanie. Obviously. The Rock had Vince. Oh Linda. God! Because it was wasn't Lin-
1: corporate. No, that was just no. The, they were the like the, the man,
0: the McMahon. Fit. This was like when Hunter and Steph first got together, and they kind of took over the company, and then yep. they like got rid of the rest of the family. But then the family came back, and they made the family a big part of the main event. Yeah, like it was just a big giant and shit Linda show. Was with uh, Linda was with Foley. Cool. Shane was with Big Show. Like it was just a big giant shit show. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, for I forgot about that. I match. fucking hated that match. And the reason why I hated that match is because Hunter won, and I would like Hunter, but I thought like. It's about time. Like you got to lose the belt. Like it's it's yeah. about time you get your. You know, I thought The Rock should have gotten the win, and they did. well Vince fucking turned on The Rock and went back with his daughter and his son-in-law. Like I was just like, this yeah. is fucking bullshit. I, like, I, was, that I was pretty, and it dragged. Like it was oh, an yeah. elimination match, so like each elimination, like it dragged. Like it was over forty-five minutes. Yeah, I bad. was like, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm like, Can we get this shit over. By the time it got to when they eliminated Foley early. And he didn't really do a whole lot in the match. I was like, he retired six weeks before. Why did you bring him back? Yeah. What was the point of that? Yeah. You know, they wanted to create like the the last chance he was going to be the you know the 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 story was was that he wanted one more opportunity to be in the main event of WrestleMania. He finally got the main event. If he was going to win the belt, he was going to retire as the champion, and then they were going to set up a tournament. That was what the story was, at least on his end. Yep. I wouldn't have mind seeing that, but. I just yeah. thought that was a colossal waste of fucking time, and I just didn't like to finish. And then, um, one more match here as far as one of the worst WrestleMania matches ever um, would have to go to. Actually, no, that's yeah, that's about it when it comes to my list. Um, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's really about it. I mean, there's a few more, but like those yeah. are the ones that really stand out the most. So we, we, we've we've run the gamut on like WrestleMania matches that have been In the toilet. Um, let's continue with our fourth subject here: the underrated WrestleMania matches, Mania matches that don't get discussed enough that could be that are like underground classics in WrestleMania history. Um, would you like me to go first, or do you uh, have? Any? Yeah, I mean you can go. For, I mean, uh, me I'll, I'll, my, br- I'll
1: bring up one of my favorite matches that I feel like doesn't get a whole bunch of cred.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I believe it was WrestleMania twenty four. Edge first taker.
0: Yeah, that's Love a very good match. That was a great main event. Yeah, that yeah. was a great match. And it just doesn't get enough pub, I think. I think there was a lot on that card. With there Fli- was. Flair, Flair retiring and Floyd Mayweather and Big Show, and there was just so much on that card that like it it, 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 did get lost in the shuffle. But I thought it was a great match. Um, I, I actually have that on my list as well. Um, I'm trying to think what else is.
1: I do have a, um, WrestleMania 20. Christian and Jericho. Yes,
0: I also have that on my list too.
1: Mainly because anytime you get Trish at a love angle, good for them. It Maybe. wasn't bad. I
0: didn't. Yeah, I'm not uh, big yeah. on those like love triangle angles, but that that was that was pretty solid. Yeah, no, they did. They did
1: a really good job with it. And then her turning on them and
0: going with Christian. Yeah, I didn't really have any issue with that. Yeah. Um very good kiss too. Yeah, solid,
1: solid. Yeah, makeup. they made it
0: believable. Yeah, they made it believable. Like good that's for, Christian. for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good for Christian. Good for Christian. Um, trying to think. Uh, oh, here, let me take up uh, Roddy Piper, Bret Hart, WrestleMania eight. You ever watch that match? If I have if Intercontinental I have, titles, have. it's a really good match. Yeah, that's WrestleMania
1: f- was. You want to give me a year and like, ninety two?
0: Yeah, it was four. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you go, you go back and watch that match, you'd be like, okay, oh, yeah, wow, I that's I probably tough like it it really is and it was one of those um it was one of those scenarios where um going into it like you didn't expect a great match but they put on a they put on a show it was it was it's one of my favorite matches to watch it really is um a match that really falls under the radar that is probably the brightest spot of this entire WrestleMania, and that's the Steiners against the Head Shrinkers from WrestleMania 9. Oh god, I
1: remember that
0: shrinkers. A very physical match that just like you saw the best of the best from the Steiners. Okay, this and... was
1: pre this was long hair, long black hair, Scott Steiner.
0: Yes, this wasn't Big Papa Pop, Pop. Yeah, this is not Big Papa Pop, Pop. Yeah. That's another match I think you would like. Okay. It was just a really fun tag match. Um, there was no real build-up. By putting these two teams together, uh, kind of like a lot of WrestleManias in the early years, they just kind of like threw guys together. It, it, there maybe have been about like five or six matches that had real solid build, but everything else was like you know, just you're gonna wrestle this guy for no fucking reason, you know. Yeah. And this was a case of that, but it turned out to be a really fun match.
1: I do have one, and I don't want. And here's like we've talked about this topic. Work. I don't want to dive into it, but there yeah, was one match it. that got thrown together like last minute that I actually really did like. And we don't again. I'll say it and then we no, no, talk no. About it.
0: We can talk about whatever you want. WrestleMania
1: seventeen, Angle Benoit. Yes, got thrown together last minute. Yeah, and when you have those two great technicians of wrestling, yeah, you're gonna have a great match. Yeah, oh yeah. And again, it, again, it does not get credit. I understand why it does not get credit.
0: No, but it's you're, yeah. you're right. It's yeah. a great it, it is a great match, you know. And like you said, it was a kind of like it was one of those things where like neither guy had really anything to do on the card, so they threw the two of them together and it just happened to work. Yeah. You know. And like both guys That's were kind testament. Of, both, both guys were kind of in limbo. Langle just lost the belt a month or so prior to The Rock and Benoit, they were trying to turn him babyface. So yeah. they like needed to they need they they put the two together cuz they at least knew that you were going to get a they were gonna produce a quality match yeah. for WrestleMania, and then they just kind of like took it from there with their story. That, that's a good choice. I like that. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Uh, you know what's a match that doesn't get talked about in terms of Undertaker's well, you know, WrestleMania streak was the match he had with Randy Orton in 2005 okay. from WrestleMania 21. Everyone talks about Shawn and talks about Hunter and talks about the match he had with Batista, even, um, even you know the Edge match. Um, but people really don't talk about the one he had with Orton. That was probably like the beginning of like some of his really strong quality wrestling matches yeah. was the one against Randy Orton. Well, um, that was in. Was that Legend Killer or Randy Orton? Yes. 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 Yeah. That was when they like started to do the whole. You know, he was taking out all the different he legends. Took out yeah, I took out. Jake the Snake, Sergeant Slaughter, like Fabulous Moolah. Yeah. I think he gave her the RKO. A, awesome. you know, a bunch of different guys. Um, here's a match that I toyed with making. We talked about it on our Mount Rushmore show. About matches that almost made my list, there was one that almost made my list. That I forgot to tell you about. That is an underrated WrestleMania match, but it was the main event. Brock and Roman Reigns from WrestleMania 31 with the Rollins running that you were talking okay. about. Okay. That match, I feel. I will ask a hey, question. Yeah. Would
1: this have made the? Would this have made your underrated list if Rollins didn't interfere though? Because I didn't care for the match until Rollins came out. I mean, I I like the match. I remember watching the match. That's a good question. But like, I That's mean, that could g- that could be a trading place.
0: actually. That's right. a good yeah. Like That's if that, a good that if that never
1: happened, I just don't know if it would have like because. And yes, it was the first time of was it, it was the first Brock it was first right Re- Reigns match.
0: Yes, I mean, so it was been the first like time seven they since so I'm confused. Yeah, always. it was it was the first Brock Reigns um, singles match. Yeah. Out of their their several that they've had, um, oh, because here's the thing. Another underrated match from that card. I
1: loved the rain, the Rollins Orton match yes. that started it with yes. that
0: probably the best RKO in the history of RKO's. Yeah. With the with the he tried the curb stomp and he countered it. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was a really good match. Um, to answer your question, that's tough. Yeah, because. It was, just solidify the match. I was a big Reigns I was a big Reigns supporter, and what I love about the match are like are like several different elements of it. Number one, I love the fact that like that WrestleMania was outdoors and most of it took place during the daytime. Yep. I just thought like the whole look of it was very cool. Yeah, and I love the fact that like the main event for the title. There, there's, a, there's like a, a helicopter shot or a blimp shot of this stadium lit up as it's starting to get dark before the main event happens, okay. before the entrances. And it reminded me a lot of like when you have the Super Bowl on the West Coast and you get to the fourth quarter – and it's, you know, as cliche as it may sound with JBL, you know, dance with the lights on bright. Like, it's dark, and then the big stadium lights come on, and you're in, like, the fourth quarter mode. It's the last, you know, the last opportunity for the big game. That's what that feeling felt like. And then Rain's music hit, and this was when he used to do his entrance through the crowd. Yep. And this was a few months shy, two months shy of him winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and yeah. the people... Hating that, and he comes down the, the 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 crowd. And most of that crowd is against him completely. And he's escorted by, like, real, like, San Jose, California police officers. Like, it's not like the rent-a-cops they get, yeah. you know, with the indie workers. It was, like, real cops. And it reminded me a lot of, like, a boxing or an MMA fight when the guys come out and they have, like, real security and real cops, like, escorting yeah. them to the ring. That's what it reminded me of. And so that's why—that's a one reason why I love that match so much was because— As cliche as this may sound, it had that big fight feel to it. Yeah. And so the story going in was like... Can Reigns hang with a guy like Brock? Can he handle the punishment Brock's going to bring? And he was giving it to him and giving it to him and giving it to him. And, and Reigns was coming back for more. And at one point, there was a point in the match where like Brock grabbed him by the hair and he took his glove off and he slapped the shit out of him right across the face. Yeah, and the yeah, camera bro. got real close. And Reigns had a bloody lip, but he was smiling. And as Brock was delivering more punishment, like I said, Reigns kept coming back. But you could slowly start to hear the crowd kind of gain A small amount of respect for Roman Reigns. Okay? To the point where there were a few times where, like, when he delivered a spear or a Superman punch and there was a near fall and when Brock was busted open, that, like, the crowd kind of got into the fact that Reigns Could could win it. Yeah. They weren't totally behind him, but there was a small, you know, minority of that audience that had gotten behind him. And then when Rollins showed up... That went out the window yeah. because everybody knew at that point this motherfucker's cashing in yep. and he's winning the belt. And so think, like, to they answer, they had questions
1: in the entrance, which in the first match, which made you think that all right, well, he's
0: not doing it tonight. Yeah, like, he just got freaking. But at the same time, it. they also put him on early too. Oh, yeah, yeah, So it was 100%. like one of those things where like you could you could make an argument that there was a good chance. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe honestly, maybe it wouldn't be an. Maybe it wouldn't have made my underrated list if Rollins didn't cash in. You know. And would we have saw the what was it the year after Reigns Brock too? Like, was it two years after that? Couple years. The rain. The second WrestleMania match of Reigns and Brock. That was thirty-four. So it was three years later.
1: Yeah. So like, would we have even have seen that match if? We didn't have an interference of the first match.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: I, I think we would have at some point. Yeah, I just think because they're too polarizing stars. And
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think if the 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 clear path is they wanted to make Roman Reigns into the top guy, you would at some point had to cross paths with Brock. So yeah, uh, yeah. Those are just a few of my uh, underrated WrestleMania matches. Um, all right. So we've done the underrated, we've done the worst We've done the Mania matches that almost happened We talked about grand entrances Let's talk about a match that has never happened At Wrestlemania, our last subject It's been rumored for years, it's always talked about Every year Every year, is it going to happen It was even kind of brought up recently I
1: saw it literally a week ago
0: Sting Undertaker Talk to me about just talk to me about your feelings on the on the chances of of seeing that match. Was was there an opportunity in um, was... WrestleMania's past to have this match? Is there still a chance to see it in the future? Okay. Talk so to me a little bit. There about it. is your
1: there is a chance to see it in the future.
0: I don't want to. Okay. Well, you're like a lot of people, but go ahead. Like,
1: there's nothing wrong with
0: that, by the way. Just
1: I they the two of them. Cannot put on a good match currently.
0: The, it's they need to sorry. be in there with someone that can help. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you,
1: we, we saw it with Taker and Goldberg at Saudi Arabia last year, whatever. Ugh. Oh, like super slow down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you, do you want your lasting your last image of Sting being him versus Taker? No, I mean you don't want it to be what his actual last match was yeah. either, but still. There so okay, you, you asked, was there an opportunity? There was one thousand percent an opportunity. Because you gotta remember, when WCW went under or got bought out by WWE, Sting did not come over.
0: Yeah, he didn't make the jump, yeah. He was
1: one of the few big names that didn't
0: make the jump. He was the last guy to eventually yes. come over. Like and fifteen
1: years later. Exactly.
0: But yeah, go So ahead. he went
1: to TNA.
0: Yep. But you gotta remember,
1: there was like a I don't know the exact number of years, but there was a chunk of time between WCW and TNA. Like, he did not
0: immediately go to TNA. Yeah, it was about, like... I remember... Like, I don't want to say four years, but yeah, I want to like say four around or five five years. four years. Yeah, four years. So he did... Like, I remember in two... Because I used to watch a lot of the early TNA stuff. He did a one-off for, like, a... Cause they used to do their Wednesday night pay-per-views weekly, which okay, weird. which was like ten bucks, uh, uh, ten bucks a week. I used to order a bunch of them, and he did a match where he te- he, I think he teamed with AJ Styles. He did. It was like a that was one-off. His first TNA, yeah, yeah that. it was like his first TNA match, and they then you didn't see in the uh, table for three. You didn't see that for a while. You didn't see him for a while after that, and then it was probably about like four or five years. Yeah, so a few that's years so after that's okay. That.
1: Like Vince. You have a shit ton of money, at the and at the time he. I mean, I don't think it. I think that was post last bankruptcy at least. Like he's he's been good since. Who's Sting? You or- had you had the t- Vince to like Vince. throw the money at Sting, and get him like. I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to make it sound like oh Sting would Sting never came because he never got the right offer.
0: He probably was pride at that point. I think it was the way he was being, the way he was going to be handled. Yes. I think, was, he, was like, what he, his issue was, how he was going to exactly be presented.
1: Right. So there was that opportunity, that four or five year gap, where if they did it at that time, and that this is probably what, like two thousand, what two thousand two to two thousand six. Yeah, Is that when the uh, probably he didn't wrestle in TNA. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. That they that could close Mania, yeah. Any one of those years that could have closed Mania with Sting, Taker. I would have liked to see the first of all the build up.
0: Yeah. Oh for God! Me. All the yeah, sm- all the smoke and mirrors with yeah, like that build the up, hocus pocus with the the yeah. Oh.
1: I'm gonna ask you this question: If they so say, say they did it at that time, who would have been the face? Who would
0: have been the heel? Unless you go face first face. I don't think you. I, I mean. I don't. I don't think you would need to. I don't think you would need to determine really the who would allowed it. I, well, that's the thing. I don't think you would have need to have determined who was a good guy and who was a bad guy. I think you would have just kind of let it happen and see what the audience thinks, and just kind of let the audience control yeah. it, and just let the magic happen. Let these two guys do their thing, and let the audience determine who they like and who they're not going to like. You know, and here's, and here's the, thing. <clears throat> the
1: like we say the buildup could been great. The build-up could have been great for weeks with zero words said. Zero. Yeah. No words would have had been talked for five weeks. Mm-hmm. You have them show up each Monday Night Raw, like, one has a match against anyone. Yeah. And then, boom, lights go out. Like, Taker's fighting Kurt take Angle at the time, let's say. Mm-hmm. Taker wins. Boom, lights go out. Lights come back on. Sting is pointing his bat straight at Taker. Lights go out. Sting's gone. Next week Sting has a match. Yeah. Lights go out. Lights turn on. Taker's standing there. Lights go off. Taker's not standing there. Like, yeah. the build up could have been amazing yeah. with
0: zero words cuz that's how great yeah. of stars that they were. Yeah. They, yeah, they could they could read a crowd and they could make it. Yes. Yeah, they could make it work. Yeah. Like I I I, I could picture that. Do you I, I've said my piece. Do you want it to happen? As a wrestling fan in my lifetime, I wouldn't be against it. I know a lot of people are like, well, the quality of the match is going to stink. And I get that. I understand that completely. I agree. But as a a fan, I think the buildup would still be tremendous. I think once the bell rings, it would be a different story. But I, I I I think in this case, at this stage in both of their careers respectively, it would be a very short match. Yep. But you would have to; they would have to give us all of our great, all of their greatest hits. You know what I mean? Choke Slam, Tombstone, Last old Ride. School. You know, old school, Scorpion Deathlock, Scorpion Death Drop, Stinger Splash, stuff like that. You give us all your greatest hits in a, like a like a eight or nine minute span, and the eight or nine might be too long. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I know, I know what you're that, saying that's being kind, you yeah. know, um, because I think is, I think anything past that point, I think anything before that might be might be too short. But
1: is there any way? Yeah. Of a tag match, I not, think. I think there's, I not, think there's with more the, of, not with that big tag partners, obviously. Um, uh, opposing each
0: other. Mm. I'm not saying. Oh, you you would you you wanted them to be on the same team. I'm thinking. So here, all right. So let me throw out a couple different scenarios here and kind of backdate some of this. So in 2011. I don't know if you remember do you remember those vignettes they were putting out where they had like like the little log cabin in the woods with like the rain and the date would be yeah. like 2 11, yep. right remember that Yep. everyone and their fucking mother thought this is gonna be Sting it like, has to be Sting it's gotta be Sting the boots the trench coat the whole nine yeah Everyone. There were even reports on on online that he had signed a deal and it was it was locked in him and Undertaker at WrestleMania 27, and he was going to make his debut on 22711 so that he could challenge Undertaker to end the streak at WrestleMania. That. This was like a big deal. Sting has even confirmed in interviews following that that there that that was the talk, yeah. that was the plan. But for whatever reason, they couldn't come to an agreement. on something he didn't say whether it was creative he didn't say whether it was money he didn't say you know what it was he just says they were far apart on terms of some sorts i think if i'm if i if i want to guess i think it probably had to do with a schedule because i would imagine they would have wanted him to work more than just a a handful of dates at the time but that was that was something that was heavily talked about and heavily discussed and when things didn't work out they had to pivot to him and triple h yeah which i wasn't mad at either no so that was an opportunity for that to happen in 2011. now years have passed sting had been With TNA, he had established himself with them as, like, their version of Undertaker. You know, he's a veteran. He had worked with just about everyone there. And I thought, for the most part, he had a pretty successful run in TNA. He did. Um, I didn't... I wasn't the biggest fan of his run, but there were some good stuff. And, you know, there were pros and cons to it. But... I'm
1: laughing as I feel I think like it was the main event mafia. Sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that could be a little. I, I dug the main event mafia when he was a heel. When healed, it first but, started. When yeah. it first started. Yeah, when he did it again, when they brought in like Rampage Jackson and yeah. Samoa Joe, like, I was just not like at Magnus, who's now Nick Aldis, and WWE champion. I didn't really care for that. But yeah. anyhow, I thought that there was an opportunity for it to happen again when he finally made it to WWE. I was like, shit, they they're bringing now? him in. They. Got to put him up against Undertaker. They got to put him up against Undertaker, okay? And they put him against Triple H. I love this debut. Don't get me wrong. Same here. I thought the debut was good, the way they introduced him and set him up with Triple H. I thought it was good. I even liked the match. It's 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 a it's like a, a guilty pleasure. Of mine. a lot of people don't like that match with him and Hunter from that WrestleMania. But when you had the DX and oh. the NWO,
1: But I didn't care because he was he was the guy going against NWO. Sorry, yeah, I mean, that's no, what I, I remember.
0: It. It as I know, I, I, I get it. I get it from from. A, but like, what
1: else? You're not bringing out the four horsemen.
0: Like. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We dig them up. Yeah. Right. Um, so. They had the... Op- Here's where I thought they had the greatest opportunity for that match to occur. Um, So he had the match with Hunter. Yep. And Undertaker returned to face Bray Wyatt, which I thought was very disappointing. Yeah. I thought the build-up to that was awesome because Bray Wyatt... It was supposed to be the next... Was... Wacko. Yeah. He was supposed to be like that next dark mythical figure. Yes. And I thought that when Undertaker lost the year before to Brock and ended the streak, that they brought him back to put over Bray. But at the same time, I felt like, well, he's got to get his fucking heat back. If they're bringing him back, like yeah. he's going to be like bigger and badder than ever. And maybe they'll do something further down the line with him and Bray. So what I had kind of envisioned was Sting lost and Undertaker lost to Bray. And then the next night on Raw, Undertaker talks about how he lost two in a row at WrestleMania. And that he thinks it's time to hang it up. And that's when Sting shows up. And was like, you're not done yet. Everyone's talked about it. Everyone's wanted to see it. I didn't come here to, to end my career it. on a low point after losing to Triple H at WrestleMania. I want you one last time. at. Re- I want you for the first time. And I want it to be my last match at WrestleMania. You're not done yet. It's you and me. And they kind of go from that point. And you had, and the next year would be in Texas, at the uh, the stadium, the Cowboy Stadium in Dallas, AT&T. and on your AT T, on your Taker being from Texas, Sting actually living in the area. They put okay. Sting into the Hall of Fame that year. I thought this would be a nice swan song for both of them in some regards. They didn't go that route. No, and I, I agree. Route. I think that would be great. And I don't think they they could have went. And, and one of the reasons why they didn't go that route was because they didn't clear Sting to wrestle after the injury with Rollins Yeah. so I think awesome. that was a big part of it um, and so you asked me earlier do I want to see it happen and I think it's possible I still think it's possible I think they could still set something up Not saying for WrestleMania this year, but maybe another Saudi Arabia show. I know people are going to be like, no, put that on WrestleMania. And I agree. But at this point, if you're going to do it, you know. It's going to be one of the two. I agree. Here's the thing. If you do it at WrestleMania, this audience, domestically, are going to find ways to shit all over it because of their age. If you do it in Saudi Arabia, no disrespect to that audience, but they aren't as sophisticated of viewers as... They probably, they probably cheered for the Goldberg Gardner there. But. Yeah, so it's one of those situations where like, um, if you're gonna do it, it's one of those two. I still think there's a chance. I still think that they. It, it it's been talked about. Yeah, it, it, it's it been will be it will be, just... it'll
1: continue to be talked about until either it happens or they just
0: put it to bed saying it will fucking never happen. Yeah, so. Yeah, pretty much. But that's where I kind of stand with it. Do I I I see a tag match of sorts? Maybe. Maybe the two of them tagging together. See, Um, I would have liked for it to be
1: two great workers. It has to be great workers in my mm -hmm. mind. And they just say, like, oh, man, like, we, like, I don't know how they would build it up, but, like, one would have to get picked first, and then... The other one would be, like, whoever, say, like, Styles, like, say, I think Styles would be a perfect person to team with Sting because of their history, Mm -hmm. and he could be like, all right, well, you took Taker, I'm going to take someone better, and people are going to pick, who the fuck is better than Taker, like,
0: and then then Sting shows up, Sting
1: shows up, like, it it could be, kind of give the rub to, like, two current guys, yeah, it could be, it could be, like, Styles and Sting versus who would who would take Taker? I mean, obviously anyone take take Taker, obviously. But like,
0: <sighs> put like Randy Orton in that role. See, I was gonna say
1: Rollins, but that Rollins would be I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it would just give it give
1: them each a good worker, and then make it like make it about Taker and Sting, while also keeping it as a tag match. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Right. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I I think I think it's something that it's not. A priority for them, but yeah. it's something that's in the back of their mind. That that I think. How how old are they? In their fifties. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, mid fifties at best.
0: So I, I I think it's something that they would have to pull the trigger on very soon. I know a lot of people might not really care for it, but I mean the the I wouldn't
1: hate it from a storytelling standpoint and for nostalgic purposes. I would hate it only for the fact that I know it could have been better.
0: They'd have to do. Oh yeah. And they would have to do a lot of dressing up with bells and whistles in yeah. terms of like the quality of the match. Like it would probably have to be like a no disqualification kind of match, something that like you can hide like the you know the, the some of the limitations from both guys. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I mean that, that that's where I kind of see it going if they ever have oh, thought about it. Why didn't I not even think of that? Reigns, yeah. Reigns and Undertaker. That's yeah. Reigns and Undertaker and Sting and Styles. I could see something like that. Maybe Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe Saudi Arabia. Maybe I could see something like that. I mean, that would... Yeah. I can get by now. I, would, I,
1: I, I wouldn't hate that at all. Yeah, I wouldn't even hate
0: that if it was a video So. Okay. Alright. Well, we've we, we, we managed to get through the fanny pack. Had a lot of fun here, uh, once again. Absolutely. Thank you so well, very much. Thank you all for uh, checking us out this week. Uh, next week, home stretch final stop before Wrestlemania 36 we're going to have the Wrestlemania 11 watch party watching the worst Wrestlemania of all time um to most people from our hometown of Hartford Connecticut uh, so
1: La- that's the worst
0: Lawrence Taylor Bam Bam Bigelow Shawn Michaels and Diesel we saw Bret Hart and Bob Backlund in a horrendous I Quit match um Oh god. The American return of uh, Yokozuna, uh, Undertaker against King Kong Bundy. That was a shitty WrestleMania match for Undertaker. Uh, um, yeah. I'm glad we.
1: You just brought up another
0: shit because I forgot about one shitty match that I hated. What's that? Cena Miz. Cena Miz from twenty seven. Yeah, I didn't really care for that either, and that was on my list too. I yeah. just didn't. I just didn't touch on it, but yeah. No, that's good. That's good. That was a crap. That was a crap match. But uh, yeah, uh, crap is what describes WrestleMania 11 next week as we will sit down and watch that with all of you from the WWE Network. So uh, join us and, and watch this, uh, this this train wreck known as WrestleMania 11 from uh, from, from the WWE on WWE Network. And uh, that about does it this week for the fanny pack. I think it's time that we put this show down for the three count, and we will see you all next
1: week.